0: all right hey welcome to church brand guide my name is michael persad this is where i want to serve you as your virtual communications director um, so that i can help you to get further faster today we're going to be jumping into this idea of telling stories how do we tell stories that connect people to the vision of the church it's one of the greatest ways that there is to get people to engage with the vision of the church it's one thing to hear a sermon it's another thing to, to see and experience a story of somebody in the church experiencing life change. That makes a, an impact on an emotional level. It's not just information, it's emotional. And that's what really makes a great brand is that you're able to tap into the emotions of the people that you reach. So we're going to jump into things today. Um, before we get deep into things, I, I wanted to share with you uh, a great uh, new brand that we just created for Mount Pleasant Church. They're a missionary Baptist church. And uh, just worked with them and uh, walked them through our brand strategy to figure out kind of where they land um, as they try to reach a younger generation uh, while maintaining the consistency that they have with the older generation. Uh, So we came up with this new branding uh, that really helps to unpack their story to the community. Uh, It's a, it's one of a, it's a fun brand. Um, You can kind of see what's going on there. Mount Pleasant is off to the right. There's a logo or a mark as we like to call it off to the left. So they have a lot of flexibility with their branding to be able to use it as a standalone and also use it all together with the words in there. Um, On the lower left, is also a badge. Um, The badge is kind of a nice feature where Um, you could put that onto different, uh, you know, merchandise and, and be able to put that out there and people, uh, will wear it. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice way to use your logo and get your branding out there. I always like to look at the hat test. Like, will this logo or this brand work on a, on a hat, which is kind of a simple, uh, very simplistic way to display a logo. So, um, it looks really good. And I feel like young people especially would wear something like this. And that's what the hope is is that young people would be drawn to Mount Pleasant in the future as they move forward with their ministry. I um, also want to let you know that in our church brand guide, um, the membership area we have a resource which is a photo guide and it just gives you a guideline on how to take photos in your church that are going to represent you well and look really good on your website plus any other promotional materials. I really like to use uh, actual photos so that your brand is authentic and genuine as you put it out there. So that's a great resource in our membership area for those of you that are members. So let's jump in today. We are talking about this idea of storytelling, but, um, as we move into that, I want to just set up the the conversation. Church Brand Guide is where, where I'll help you become your church's brand expert to help you turn strangers into contributors to help you re- uh, steward your resources well and say yes to the right things. Our hope is that you see more people showing up, more life change taking place, and more people contributing to your vision. There are four areas that we like to talk about which brings brand clarity. And brand clarity is just another way to say that connects people into the vision of your church. When people get it, they're more likely to, to buy into it. So today we're, we're going to be talking about How do we uh, get that buy-in? So storytelling is a great way to get buy-in. So step number four in our process, how do we get people to buy into the vision that's happening in our church? So um, feel free to check things out at churchbrandguide.com and also on our uh, Facebook and YouTube channel. Uh, You guys can uh, find out all the resources that we release. I like to release um, great free resources to help you build your brand right where you are. So, the problem that i 've seen um, is that a lot of a lot of churches have people that are disconnected from their vision, especially at this time right now the the coronavirus is happening we 're not meeting in person. Um, it happens all the time, but it, especially this time where it 's so hard because we 're not meeting together physically, um, but people get disconnected from the vision. Maybe they came for one reason, but over time they begin to they begin to drift, and they begin to lose sight of the big picture so one of the one of the ways we can help that to not happen in our church is by telling stories telling stories of life change that are taking place and the The big idea is that we want people to feel like they are part of something significant when they when they come to church, when they contribute with their money and their time. Like they're they're making a difference. Like it counts for something, and as we share stories on a regular basis, that's going to help people understand that what they do really matters. At, at Vibrant Church, we are working on act, actively telling stories. How do we tell stories um, all the time? How do we tell stories on video? How do we tell stories on stage? How do we tell stories on social media? how do we tell stories? And, and how, that's we haven't figured out like the, the perfect formula, but we have figured out a few things. And so that, like this, this uh, Thursday night, we are going to record our service for the weekend. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get people to uh, tell their stories while, while they're there. There's going to be a few people there to help us record. Again, we're in a coronavirus era. Um, so there's going to be a few people there to help us record. And we're going to invite just a couple more people that we would like to tell their stories. And we're just going to capture those stories. I'm going to help to do this exact thing thing that I'm showing you. I'm going to do it with them one-on-one to say, here's how you can shape your story. And then right then and there, I'll I'll, I'll be able to capture their story, uh, probably on just a recording with my iPhone. And then in the future, it might be something where we come back and we tell that story on video, or maybe we have them read it on stage. There's different ways to tell stories. It doesn't always have to be a video production. It can be something as simple as, hey, get up and read out of this journal your story. And uh, that way it doesn't go too long because it's, it's restricted to whatever's in, in that journal. So that's another secret, a little, little pro tip. If You're going to let people tell stories live, then have them read it and only read it. No ad-libbing. Um, that's a great way to keep it under control, so to speak. I think we've all been part of a service where the story gets a little bit too long and out of control. Here's why we tell stories. People relate to stories. It makes your brand, uh, your church relatable. It makes, it makes people have empathy for others that are in the church. And that's always good. Like we want to connect. A great brand connects on an emotional level. It's not just about knowledge. It's about being emotionally connected. Uh, a, a great stories uh, create a sense of family. So as you tell stories in in the church, people in a way get to know each other a little bit better. They begin to know what t- what kind of people come to this church, especially especially if your church is bigger, maybe upwards of uh, one hundred and fifty or two hundred people. It's really important to create that small dynamic so people feel like they actually know each other. Um, another reason to tell stories it, it it helps people feel the win. So if you serve in the nursery and you're changing diapers. But you get to see a story of somebody that came and, and accepted Christ and got their life changed and, and they had a baby uh, that was maybe in the nursery, like you you feel the win. Even if they didn't have a baby, like you feel the win of like, man, I'm doing something that's significant. And it's it's changing lives. Like what I'm a part of is changing lives. So as you tell stories, it helps everybody that serves and contributes and give feel like they're winning as part of the church uh another reason that sto- uh, stories stories are entertaining uh it's just a it's just fun to watch stories it's fun to listen to stories uh you never know where the story's going to go and i want to share with you a formula that's that's going to help you tell stories in a very engaging way there is a right way and a wrong way to tell stories and, and i want to help you learn uh a framework to help you tell stories in, in the right way where people actually want to listen to it. In, in fact, I, um, I tell stories with video quite a bit and my hope, my goal when I, when I uh, put together a video and it's showing in front of an audience, uh, especially in the context of a, of a church story, I want them to be emotionally involved in that story. Now the trick is I might only have three minutes um, because of service times. I might only have a short amount of time, but my goal is: can I get them to laugh? Can I get them to cry? Can I get them to respond to the video because it's the story is being told in a way that just engages with them, even in a short amount of time? I just recently saw um, a, a commercial. It was it was by Facebook. I've been watching a lot of Hulu lately, just like everybody else that are that are streaming. And uh, let me let me check. I have a comment here. Let me see if there's any uh, anything going on. So I want to make sure that I answer any questions you might have. So let me uh, double check my comments here. So you guys are joining me live. for You guys are uh, with me live. Feel free to leave comments if you do have any more comments um, or questions. I'd love to answer those as we go along. So like I was saying, I, I saw this commercial. I've been watching Hulu a lot um, with my kids. And uh, there's commercials on Hulu. And, and the commercials are very strategic. So during, during this coronavirus period, uh, Facebook released this commercial that in, it was about 30 seconds long. In 30 seconds, it, it engaged with, with you just in an emotional way. And in fact, my, it, my wife was in tears uh, and, and I felt it too, like, wow, that was really deep. Like, it was about all these people that are, you know, helping each other out. And uh, during this period of time, that's, you know, kind of a terrible period of time where everybody's feeling the pain of uh, being shut down. And this commercial in 30 seconds was able to connect in a very deep way. Um, So I want to show you the formula that Facebook is using, that Hollywood uses to make movies. The movies that we pay upwards of $12 to go see, and we do it over and over again, it's because of this formula. I want, I want to show it to you and then explain how you can use it as a church to tell the stories that are happening in your church. That's one of the beautiful things about a church is that it's, it's full of stories. Uh, it's full of amazing stories that are worth telling. Um, so I want to show you how to do that. One of the things, uh, w- as, as we tell stories at our church, I want to be careful that not everybody is able to tell their story well. And it's not that n- it's not that the story isn't worthy of being told. It's just that the story may not be able to be told in a great way. Um, so there's kind of a, you need to filter it. Sometimes I'll, I'll hear a story and somebody's wanting to share their story, but I feel like it's it's incomplete. Like, it's not quite finished. Um, and maybe if you're a pastor, if you're somebody in ministry, you've been in ministry for a while, you understand what I mean by that. Like, there's kind of a spiritual um, nuance that just says, hey, that's a great story, but I don't think you're finished quite yet. Um, so you kind of use some of those judgment calls as you look for to tell stories in, in your church. Also something to be from uh, aware of is uh, I had a pastor of mine Um, as I was serving on staff at a church, he would tell me, um, hey, when we tell a story of somebody in our church, it puts a spiritual bullseye on their back. And and it means like what he meant is that the, uh, the enemy will probably come after them because they're sharing their story in a very public way. So he was just saying, you know, kind of, kind of be prayerful about it. Don't, don't, do, don't uh, approach it in a very flippant way. Be prayerful about who you choose to put up on a screen or maybe put up on a stage, you know, if, if they're telling their story. So just something to kind of keep in mind, uh, even let them know about it. Hey, listen, this is, this is a great, uh, thank you for doing this. Just want to let you know that um, this is spiritual and what you're doing is going to encourage and inspire a lot of people. And there's an enemy that doesn't like that. Let's do it, but let's also be in prayer uh, about how we do that. So again, just uh just some things for you to kick around before we get into the very practical, like here's how we do this stuff. So this is what it looks like. Uh on my screen right now, you can see um I've got this layout. And this is a this is a classic story structure. Again, this is what Hollywood uses. All the Pixar movies have this same framework. It's a lot of the movies that we watch, the Star Wars movies, the Rocky movies, the Hunger Game movies, they, they all, all have this, this very similar framework. And it looks complex. And what I want to do is just make that really, really simple so that you can do it in your church. By the way, if you're a member uh, of Church Brand Guide, if you're part of the membership, um, I'll provide this and another resource to help you tell stories in your church. Um, I want to give you resources to, so that you can do this well. I'll tell you more about it later on, but, um, let's take a look at this. So it's, first of all, there's a, um, there's a, uh, a, a flow to it. So it starts off with a, some sort of a hook, something that kind of grabs your attention at the beginning. Uh, then it starts to build up to this climax moment. And then at the end of it, there's a moral to the story. There's a lesson that we want people to learn. And again, if you stick to the formula and you just kind of check off each box along the way, I do this all the time when I do interviews for people that are telling their story, I might interview them. I, I, I look for an exposition. I look for an inciting incident. I look for some pr- progressive complication. I look for a climax moment. I look for a resolution where everything is resolved. And I look for and I ask for the moral of the story. So again, I just want to give this to you as a, a formula to, to think about and uh, to maybe take some notes, if you can take notes right now. And let me show you what this starts to look like as we simplify it uh, for a church. So there's three parts to this formula. The First, there's a problem. There's three three stages. First, the first stage is there's a problem. The second stage is um, the God moment. And the third stage, stage is the outcome. So in, in a story of salvation of somebody coming to Jesus, the problem is you're going to, you need to tell about the, uh, the, their life before Jesus. Like, what does that look like? What did it like look like before? So I'm going to use, um, D'Angelo's story. We just told the story of D'Angelo in, in our church. And, um, as a way to illustrate this, D'Angelo, before he met Jesus was dealing drugs, um, Then there was a God moment that happened with him. Um, And that God moment happened after he got arrested and thrown into jail. And that God moment happened when a minister that visited the jail, the the prison, um, told D'Angelo about Jesus. And D'Angelo actually believed him and accepted Jesus in jail. So that was the God moment. And then the outcome was that, miraculously, D'Angelo was released from jail. He, he wasn't supposed to be released, but he prayed a prayer while he, he was on his knees in the jail cell. And in just a few short weeks, that prayer was answered, and he didn't have to spend the time that he was supposed to spend in jail, so he was released. As a result of that, D'Angelo, he basically committed his life to Jesus and began to even preach the gospel wherever he could. And he would grab his friends uh, from his old neighborhood, and he would grab his family that knew him. And he began to tell them about Jesus, inviting them to church. And his life was completely different. Instead of dealing dope, D'Angelo was dealing hope. (laughs) That was a line that my pastor used, so uh, I thought it was pretty good. So it was a really neat story, but here's the formula. There was a problem, there was a God moment, and then there's an outcome. So the outcome answers the question, how has Jesus changed your life? And we just want to begin to unpack what that looks like. So we, we want to uh, do this in the context of events that have happened in the, in the, uh, the life of the person. Um, so with the problem, what is the event that helps us understand the problem? So in D'Angelo's story, the event is that he was dealing drugs. And he went into that a little bit as he told his story, you know how he was uh, in school, had a backpack and would would deal drugs and, and um, that's kind of the event. Um, the, the, there was another event where he got arrested, and then it led to a God moment and, and the, the event for the God moment was where D'Angelo accepted Jesus in in jail. He, the preacher told him about Jesus, and in jail he accepted Jesus, so that was the God. Event for the God moment, and then the on the outcome side of it, um, the event for the outcome side of it is that is that now D'Angelo is inviting his friends and family to come to church, and he's he's giving them hope. So that that's kind of the event, so to speak, for for the outcome. So again, as you look at the formula, there's a problem, there's a God moment, there's an outcome. What are what are three events? What are one event for each of those areas that help unpack? What that is. So again, if if you've been a part of a church for any amount of time, and somebody's sharing their story, they might go into a whole bunch of details. The story might take twenty minutes to get through. We don't want that because we can't tell a lot of stories if that's the case. So we just need like some specific punchy things that helps move the story along and creates an emotional connection with the audience. Here's the next thing you need to do: share the feelings um, that are part of your story. So um, people connect with feelings. So uh, with D'Angelo's story, you may be watching and maybe you've never dealt drugs before. Maybe you've never been to, to, to jail. Maybe, maybe you've never experienced any of those things. But if D'Angelo is sharing his feelings in the moment, then that helps you relate to it because we all feel things at different points in our life. If he He actually shared that, he dealt drugs because he had a daughter um, unexpectedly had a, had a baby girl. And so he, he wanted to provide. And so he turned to selling drugs as a way to provide. So I think as a parent, if any parents are in the room, like you feel the pressure of like trying to provide after you've had your first child. So you can relate to that part of the Angelo story. So, so we just want to be able to share feelings. So on, on the right hand side, there's actually a, a tool that I use. Um, it's just a PDF document. I actually got it from one of the churches I used to be on staff with. One of the pastors had a whole list of words that are basically words that describe your life before Jesus. And then you flip the paper around and on the back side of it was a whole bunch of words that describe your life after Jesus. So I use this, this quite a bit where I'm interviewing somebody about their story and I might give them this sheet and I say, hey, I want you to circle three words that describe your life before Jesus. So I'll just read a few in case you can't see them on my screen. Uh, uh, Boastful, uh, stubborn, gossip, vulgar, timid, uh, mistake suicidal, self-reliant, rude, negative. There's just a bunch of words from all different parts of life, really. And they're just all these negative words. And if they can circle three of them, then it really helps us to tell that story in a way that connects with the audience. Because again, you may not be uh, have been in in prison before, but if you can relate to the idea that D'Angelo felt alone or abandoned, well, then that that's gonna that those feelings are what's going to connect with with people. And again, on the flip side of it, when you begin to describe the the God moment, if if I go back, you describe the the outcome of uh, of this story and you add in like three more words, two, maybe two, three more words from a list of good things, then you're going to be able to connect with that audience. And again, very quickly, you don't want to have it take a very long time. So when you're telling the story, when somebody's doing this, whether they're on camera or on stage, um, coach them to tell their story like they're telling somebody in their life. So have them pretend that they're telling their story to their brother or sister or mom or maybe a coworker or maybe a neighbor, somebody that they care about, somebody that they, but um, especially on camera, you can't think that you're telling your story to the lens or else it comes off very fake and very dry. So coach them into telling their story and and to pretend that behind that camera is that person and you're going to give them the gifts of your story. So tell it from your heart. Tell it with, with all your energy and emotion and make sure that that person that, um, you want to hear that story is, feels, feels that story. Um, and I've, I've seen that work so many times, uh, D'Angelo's, he was telling his story. Um, he, there was tears, like he was, he was in tears just sharing from his heart and that's exactly what you want. Um, when I, whenever I capture stories and I see people get emotional, it's, it's amazing. Um, so I, it, it just comes across really well on screen or if you're telling it on stage, that's great too. Um, one, one thing I'll tell you as well, uh, you can do this on stage. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, you don't always have to shoot a video. If you don't have a team to tell a story on, on video, um, you can basically grab a, a journal. I've seen this done really well. And have the person write their story down in the journal using the formula that I'm sharing with you um, today. So write down the problem, write down that God moment, write down that, that outcome, um, write it down in that formula. And um, and then you can take a look at it as the church leader to make sure it's, it's written well uh, and flows well and communicates well. And then what you can do is have in whatever moment, uh, in a meeting, in a service, wherever you want to do it, have them open up that journal and just stand there and read The words word for word like no ad-libbing just read it as it is and it's amazing how like god uses that i've seen it done several times and people will get emotional as they read it their hands will start to shake they'll quiver a little bit you know they'll pause a little bit to compose themselves and it's it's amazing how it can come across um even if you have the ability to tell video tell the stories on video sometimes don't do a video just do it live and it'll come across as being extremely genuine. So make sure that person is comfortable. No- nobody's ever going to be comfortable. That's maybe the wrong word. Nobody's ever going to be like, man, yeah, let's do this. You're going to have to always convince somebody to do this. But uh, you can tell if somebody is going to be awkward, like really awkward as they tell their story or, or if they can actually deliver it in a way that, that is um, going to be engaging. So just keep that in mind and keep it about two minutes long. Two minutes is a good goal. Um, It can go a little longer. It can go maybe a little under. But I would say two to three minutes is kind of a good sweet spot for a story where it doesn't take up too much time, but you still have enough time to to unpack the different parts of the story so that the audience gets engaged with it. It's not too fast where the audience can't, can't engage with the story but it's not too uh, long to where it draws out and people lose interest. So again, I said uh, Facebook told that story in about 30 seconds with a commercial. It can be done quickly. As you get better at this, you can do it more quickly, Um, but shoot for about two minutes. um, And then that way too, you can tell more stories in the life of your church. At Vibrant Church, that's one of the things we want to do is tell more stories. And we just know if we tell really long stories that take a long time to put together or take a long time to tell, then we won't tell a lot of stories. So we need to have a very simple system. I'm going to show you a page right now on my screen. This is, a, this is a page I created at Vibrant Church on our website, and it's a story page. And in the story page, I just have a an explainer video at the very top of the screen that says how to tell your story. So it's me kind of doing this, and I'm unpacking how to tell your story. And on the right hand side, there's kind of some bullet points for them to follow. And then down, down below that, that instructional side, there's a PDF download of the list of words that I mentioned. The negative words, and then you can flip it over, and there's the positive words. And we, we just instruct them to circle those words that, that they want to use, those feelings, those emotions that they want to use. And then we instruct them to have it ready in about two minutes, like t- to tell their story in about two minutes. And then down below, we have um, some examples of three stories that use the formula so they can click play, watch those stories and get an idea of like what they should try to shoot for as they tell their story. So this is just a tool that we created on our website to help people um, just begin to tell their story. So the idea is that if somebody in our church, maybe it's an usher, I, I'm talking with them, they've got this great story. I'm like, Hey, listen, would, would you mind telling your story? And I can say, go to this link. And use this formula and and just put together your story. Like put it in writing or maybe shoot it on your phone and and send it over to me. And then that that gives me a chance to look at it and see if it's something. And I never guarantee that we're going to use it on stage, on screen, or anywhere. I just ask them to tell their story. And that's another secret. Like Don't don't promise anything because you just don't know how that story is going to turn out until you see it. And you just want to make sure it's a good one. all right, so uh, if you're a member, just want to let you know once again, I'm going to have a list of those words ready to go. also have some sample videos, some of those sample videos of stories. I'll have those in our membership area. I'd love to encourage you to jump into my membership if you're not already in there. It's kind of a risk-free thing. Uh, you can cancel anytime you want to. And it's just my way to take it a lot deeper to help you uh, build your brand and reach more people. And because your brand is in place, it's not just about reaching people, but helping them to connect to your vision. So once again, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to shoot me a chat right now. I'm going to check the chat area. Um, if not, if I don't see any chats or questions or anything like that, I'm going to close the call off. We like to kind of shut things off after about 30 minutes. So thanks for hanging out with me today for all you guys who are on the call live. And um, we're going to keep on going uh, in a couple weeks with our next session I'm going to lay out a a schedule as well so that we kind of know what's coming up uh, in the future so that you know when to jump on. All right. I don't see any uh, questions at this time, so let me wrap things up. Thanks for joining me, guys. This is Michael with Church Brand Guide, and I'll see you next time. Um, If anybody's still on the call, and if you do have some questions and you want to unmute, go ahead and do that.